Welcome to the Share Talk podcast. This is John Adamson. I'm with Gervais Heddle, Executive Director of Greatland Gold, GGP ticker on LSE. Hi, Gervais. How are you doing today? Very well, thanks, John. Thanks for uh, taking the time to speak with me. Not a problem. So uh, we've had a, a couple of RNSs out recently, with a third popping up this morning. But before we get into that, I just wondered if you could just give uh, our listeners a brief overview of what Greatland Gold are all about. Oh, absolutely, John. So uh, Greatland Gold is uh, an exploration and development uh, company. We're focused primarily at this stage on uh, our properties in Australia. Uh, we have uh, four properties where the primary commodity we're looking for is gold and one uh, where the primary commodity is uh, nickel uh, slash VMS. And um, yeah, look, that's uh, we're we're also in a very active uh, phase at the moment, at looking at uh, new acquisitions and opportunities. We completed um, uh, an agreement to acquire uh, the Javieron Gold Project recently, which is up in the Patterson region, about thirty kilometres away from the prolific Telfer mine. And we're looking for more like opportunities like that. And uh, as I think is sort of reflected in the news that came out last week about the uh, collaboration with Metal Tiger. Sure. I mean, do you want to give us a bit more information about that that collaboration? Because that was only just recently announced uh, on Friday last week, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> in essence, we've you know, uh, obviously the board of uh, Greatland knows the board of Metal Tiger and Metal Tiger Australia um, quite well. Um, you know, we've all met each other several times, and we've all fo- informally discussed uh, various projects. Um, you know, over time, you know, where, where it's been appropriate. And in a way, this formalises, I guess, an informal relationship where we're basically, um, you know, helping each other and assisting each other in the process of looking for new opportunities, uh, particularly opportunities in the precious metals and strategic base metal sectors and uh, opportunities in Australia and Asia. Um, metal Tiger Australia has a great, um, has access to great opportunities in Australia um, and Asia from uh, Terry Grammer and uh, the other uh, directors there and so they're always coming up with various ideas or seeing various things some of which are too early stage for Metal Tiger and Metal Tiger Australia and uh, you know we also see a lot of opportunities come across our desk some of which are sort of too big for Greatland and so it makes sense to pass them on to Metal Tiger. Yeah I mean I noticed there was, there was mention of a potential joint listing on ASX in, in future uh, with both yourselves and Metal Tiger. Is that, is that something we could maybe expect to see in the next year? Look, it, it's possible. It's certainly something that we're going to be exploring. Um, the background to that, I guess the overview there is that you know, Metal Tiger PLC is AIM listed uh, as is Greatland Gold PLC. Uh, Metal Tiger Australia is a wholly owned subsidiary of the PLC company. It's not independently listed on the ASX. So between us, we have no ASX listing currently. Sure. And an ASX listing can be interesting because, um, you know, Australian investors can get quite excited uh, about um, uh, Australian-based opportunities. So, mm. you know, if there's a bull market in gold or nickel or copper, uh, you'll find that Australian investors would, in general, prefer to invest in something that's uh, a local play on that commodity rather than... Um, something uh, that's on aim and so if we can package together some maybe some properties 
in Australia that are focused on a particular commodity at the right time, you know, we think our shareholders uh, could collectively, you know, do very well out of that. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of the lines that we're thinking along. But, uh, look, it's still early days there and uh, we, we, uh, we need to have quite a few more conversations about that yet. Okay. And we also had your uh, final financial results out uh, back end of last week. Have you got any comment on those at all? Uh, yes, well, look, I think they highlighted that we're in a very good position. I mean, we're sitting on a lot of cash. I think it was uh, over £800,000 or well over uh, in the uh, accounts. Um, you know, and if you read the chairman's letter, uh, look, you know, it's been, uh, as everybody knows who follows us, it's been a year of change for the company. You know, we've changed uh, the board. Uh, we've become a lot more proactive in terms of exploration and looking for new opportunities. I mean, it's really been a very busy time the last few months. It's been, a, it's a very busy time at the moment. Uh, you know, we've got drilling, ongoing drilling at Ernest Giles. We're preparing for field activities in Tasmania. We're working through the native title agreement at um, uh, at uh, Javieron. And then, uh, as you saw today, we've got new results out of Bromis, which suggests that Bromis is has, still has some fantastic targets there. So. You know, it's uh, it's it's been a year of change, and we're going to you know stay on the front foot. We believe that we are at the beginning of a uh, of a bull market in the commodity space generally, in precious metals more specifically, and we're going to keep keep working to capitalise on that. Yeah, I mean, is there anything that you could expand upon? I mean, we've only just got the RNS this morning uh, about this uh, EM downhole uh, results yes. at, at Bromus. I mean, uh, can you give us a bit more information on the how you, how you see that's going to Affect, affect your company moving forward. Absolutely. Well, this is a great result for us. So just to back up a little bit, um, the uh, the Bromis uh, various anomalies were identified there through um, uh, surface uh, electromagnetic work. Um, one of which really stood out like a sore thumb. I said that before, and that was where we put uh, drill hole number one, so BRD zero zero one, into trying to hit that. Uh, that anomaly. Um, as it turns out, we missed it. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously you sort of ask the question of, well, maybe it just didn't exist and, you know, yeah. we were, you know, just going down the wrong track. So, anyway, we followed up our drilling. We did four holes there. It was a very uh, cost effective campaign. Um, we followed that up with uh, downhole uh, EM. And that the, uh, the survey there has highlighted several high-priority targets, two of which are particularly appealing, uh, one of which is off um, that first drill hole, BRD001. We think that we missed the initial surface um, uh, anomaly, that well, the anomaly that was detected by the surface EM, and we think that uh, the report would indicate that there is uh, you know, a large conductive body nearby and that basically our drill hole missed it. And that uh, that conductive body is consistent with massive sulphide mineralisation. Um, now that obviously is no guarantee that the you know we'll intersect massive sulphide mineralisation if we do drill it, but it's a really good start and uh, it's definitely a target that we want to follow up. There's also another target uh, off drill hole BRD 003, similar. And what makes both of these targets particularly attractive is that they're relatively near surface um, and they are well-defined um, and we can drill them from the existing drill pads. Uh, so it should be a fairly 
uh, straightforward and uh, relatively inexpensive process to drill that. And I just remind investors that so far we've only spent two hundred thousand Australian dollars, so about one hundred and twenty, well, maybe one hundred thirty thousand pounds, uh, to get to this point where now we've got some you know really exciting targets there, you know and. And obviously, we can't guarantee what we're going to find there, but uh, look, it's, it's it's very good news, I think. And uh, uh, you know, the independent report, um, you know, uh, emphasised that these are you know high priority targets, and uh, we're, we're pleased that they've been identified. Okay, well, thank you for for that detail. I mean, what what can we expect to see sort of Q four Q one upcoming for Great and Goals? Sure. So Q4, um, we should we're nearing the completion of the drilling campaign at Ernest Giles. Uh, that should be finished up within the next week or so, uh, and then we'll be waiting for assay results. Um, uh, Bromis, uh, we now need to start preparing for a new, new drill campaign in early 2017. You know, hopefully, um, I mean, it's very early stages. We haven't got any dates set yet, but I'm hoping February, March 2017, we can get out there, depending on weather. And follow up on these results. Um, we've also got uh, field activities occurring in Tasmania in Q4, late Q4. Maybe they'll roll into early Q1. Um, and then, uh, yeah, look. Uh, and then also, obviously, we're very busy working on um, uh, external deals. But you know, we can't say much there until you know there's actually something to announce. So um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. So look, there's an exciting pipeline of. Uh, uh, projects and uh, activities occurring, and um, yeah, we hope it's uh, hope it's a good 2017 to get a little bit of luck on uh, some of these targets, and uh, you know, uh, reward our shareholders. Okay, well, thank you very much, Gervais. It's been really good speaking to you today, and I hope to hear more from you again soon. No, thanks, John, and thanks for taking the time. Thank you very much. Just as a reminder to all our share talk listeners. Alex Borelli, who's the chairman of GGP, uh, will be representing Metal Tiger at the 26th of November event at the Forest of Arden Marriott Hotel uh, near Birmingham. So we look forward to seeing all of our listeners there. And there will also be Cola Gold, Makango Resources and Regency Mines, as well as our sponsors, Beaufort Securities, London Southeast, Yellow Jersey PR and Mining Maven.